0: Hello, and welcome to The Lemon Law. I'm your host, Emily. My name is
1: Luis. My name is Julian.
0: And I'm Emily Marie. Welcome to our weekly podcast where we're talking about dating. Um, I wanted to also introduce you to Ray, who is Luis's friend from the East Coast. He's visiting sunny Tucson, Arizona, where we all live for the week. So he might say hello and chime in if he has any thoughts to add. And this... Um, episode, we have a couple topics that we'll get to, but I first wanted to just mention something I forgot to talk about um, during last week's episode called attraction that I thought would be a good segue into our conversation tonight. And um, in our topic about attraction, we looked at a study that looked at proximity and how the people that you are closest to, you tend to be better friends with and even more attracted to. And that made me think of when I had asked my grandma, who is, um, she is was 98 a couple of years ago and passed away a couple of years ago. Um, and I grew up in Ohio. So this was way back when in Ohio. And I asked her, How did you meet grandpa? And she said, Oh, you know, we were all running around together. And he just pointed at me and was like, You, I want you. <laughs> so I just loved how simple that story was and how it seemed like dating in those days was maybe a little more straightforward and thinking about that proximity study and how um, they were all running around together and close to one another and how maybe that led to the attraction and, and maybe ease of getting together and how um, we are all in the modern day of dating where it feels a little more complicated just with um, the online dating apps and just all the choices that we have in life and um, all the different directions we can go. So that's what we're talking about in our episodes here. Um, We're each trying to uh, optimize our relationships and the dates that we go on. And so we thought we would start by talking about weekly updates and how we're implementing all the things we talked about the last three episodes into the dates we go on each week. So with that in mind, Luis is first up to share his story. Okay, well, first things first, thank you for sharing that. You're and I, I
2: kind of, I mean, I definitely agree with that because I asked my parents like how they met and they met on a bus. So I'm just like, oh. that was like a proximity thing again versus like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe there's definitely people out there like, oh, how did you meet? And like, they have children and I'm be like, oh, we met on a dating app. And it's like, it's right. crazy how times have changed, you know? Right. Um, but anyways, I kind of had like an impromptu date last night. Me and my friend Ray, who's in town from New Jersey. Um, We went out to downtown Jersey City, and I had matched with a girl on Hinge. Oh, Jersey City, sorry. Downtown. (laughs) Wow, I think I'm in Jersey. (laughs) Downtown Tucson. Um, And I had matched with this girl on Hinge, and we had been talking for a couple days now, and I kind of feel like a lot of times I'll be texting these girls, and then it kind of fizzles out before I even ask for a first date. Mm -hmm. So I was... Going to lead that way, like, oh, what are you doing next week? We should go on a first date kind of thing. Um, and she was at her family's, at her cousin's 18th birthday party. And she was like, oh, like, my family throws big-ass parties. And I was like, oh, are you Hispanic? She's like, yeah. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Um, so she asked me, like, oh, where do you live? And, like, I was like, oh, I live off of river and whatever other road. Um, and I was like, where do you live? And then she was like, I'm at my uncle's right now. She sent me her location. And I was like oh, no, like, I meant, where do you live? And then I was like, should I, I texted her, I was like, should I come through? And she was like, yeah, bring your friend. So I was like, oh, okay. So we were at this one bar for most of the night, and then we were going to go check out other bars, but we were like, everyone, every bar had a very long line. So I was like, (laughs) I guess we're going to go check out this uncle's house, I guess. So we drove like 15 minutes south from downtown. Um, We show up. The party was kind of over, but, like, all the family was still there. So, like, her mom was there. Her dad was there. Her cousins were there. Her uncles were there. And, like, in a Hispanic household, it's, like, if you walk into a situation like that, you have to say hi to everyone. You know? So she kind of introduced me to everyone like this is my uncle and she's like this is my friend Luis and I'm like this is his friend Ray and I was like wow I'm so
0: glad Ray was with you
2: (laughs) I feel like that oh oh no Ray wasn't like Ray's the one who convinced me he's like let's go and I was like I'm like very nervous like I'm the type of person like even when I'm hanging out with new people I get like very nervous leading up to it but I'm like I want to step outside my comfort zone so I go regardless um so anyways, we went. I got introduced to everyone. Um, we had dinner. We were, Well, it was like, what time was it? Like one in the morning? Yeah, what we eat? What's it called? We ate menudo. So we were eating, uh, drinking, and then everyone was kind of going home. Everyone was going to... They live on like three acres of land, so they were gonna all going to kind of sleep there. But she was like, oh, do you want to go to the casino? And I was like, I mean, I'm not much of a gambler. I've never been to, the, to a casino, period. So I was like, okay, let's go. So... We ended up going to her house to get her ID, and then we went to the casino. We were in the casino for a while. Um,
3: That's when we separated.
2: That's kind of when me and Ray separated. Uh, (laughs) We left Ray on the roulette table. You left Ray, poor Ray. Um, And then we kind of just started talking. It was just me and her, and I was like, I think part of it was the fact that I was like, obviously a little tipsy. So I felt more inclined to share a lot more. Um, But I did like mention the podcast to her And like how we talked about like love languages And like things like that And I actually asked her her love language And funny enough her love language was also words of affirmation Like mine was Wow. Um, So I kind of brought up the fact that like Isn't it interesting how the way we're raised Really has a lot to do with what our love language is And like what our second love language is as well Um, So we talked about that We did talk about how like A lot of problems could be fixed with communication and like how important communication is and like if you don't want something just let it be known like no hard feelings like I said before like no love no love lost no love found you know (laughs) Um, and it was like very it was a very comforting feeling because I was like talking to her about all these things and she was like oh my god like you're literally like in my head taking all these words out of my head kind of thing um, she was like I'm going to lead you to leave right now because you're saying everything I want to hear so I was like that's Aww. interesting so it was I think part of it on both ends it helped that we were both drinking and it's like we both wanted to share a little more but it was like a very long conversation um, and I feel like I missed in and outs of the conversation just because I was drinking um, but it was like it's kind of like when we talked about on the previous episode when I was talking to Julian like, and we, and we were all saying how like we kind of just put ourselves out there and leave everything out there. And I felt like I definitely overshared a bunch, but it was nice because she was doing the same thing. Yeah. And she was like happy that I was sharing all these things because a lot of times she's like, I've been in situations where like guys aren't like emotionally intelligent and they don't want to say anything. And then it's just like, sometimes it's just like ghosted and it's just like, I don't, she's like, I don't mind if I go on a first date and the guy's not interested. Like I don't care. No. But she's like, I just want it to be known. Like, Hey, Like, I'm not interested, that's it. Like, why just go someone and like never talk to them again? Um, So then after we left the casino, we, I ended up driving back to drop Ray off at home. Um, And then I went to go drop her off. And then, yeah, I mean, I got home and it was six in the morning. So it was a very long night, longer than I would have wanted.
1: Date number two happening, is that the question?
2: I would definitely give her another date. I think it was nice that it was a very... Besides, like, meeting the whole family thing, which to me is, like, that's a huge thing, but I think the fact that it was, like, a party, I don't I don't feel like it's not talked up as much because, like, my other thing is, like, these people were probably drunk, too, so I'm like, they're probably never going to remember me anyways, you know? Um, but I think I would definitely give her a date number two. We did talk about, like... So it, it we just talked about like everything like she told told me about like oh yeah, like when I settle down like I want to settle down in Tucson like I don't want to be away from my family because she went to school in Indiana um, but I was like, that's interesting because to me like I'm here in Tucson like technically just visiting you know because I'm from Jersey and I don't see myself setting settling down in Tucson long term I'm like I would love to go back to New Jersey um, but I kind of like the way I kind of took the, that information from her. I kind of told her I was like, "Well, that's nice that you have that mindset, but also when it comes to a relationship, there's two people and two individuals, and then the third entity being the relationship." She's like, "Yeah, you're right." Yes, I, like, I'm so
0: happy you. Yeah, used so
2: that. that's why I love that we all talk about these things because I tried to implement yeah. what we all talk about and what we talk about the podcast and just staying true to what I have been saying. um And she was very receptive to that. She's like, "Yeah, you're right." She was just like. Obviously, anything can happen, but I just know if tomorrow I was to settle down, it would be here in Tucson. Um, so, yeah, date number two will probably happen. So, I feel like I'll have something else to talk about. The That's one- so
0: exciting. Wow. I love that. That's, like, my favorite concept is this whole there's you, there's her, the, there's your relationship together as a third thing. So, I'm so happy you use that to just, like, plant the seed of, like her thinking about that and considering that. Because, I mean, like I
2: told her, I was like, at the end of the day, everyone's dating for different things. Like, some people are dating to marry, some people are just dating to see what happens, some people are dating Mm -hmm. for short-term, like... And she made it very straight... And that's what, like, I think that's what made it so good that she was very comfortable with sharing these things with me. Like, she literally told me, like, I'm dating to marry. And she was like, (laughs) I normally wouldn't tell other guys this because guys would be like, okay, well, this isn't going after the first date kind of thing because that's a lot for them to handle. But I guess she just felt comfortable sharing that and i'm glad she shared that because like obviously i'm dating to marry too but like it's the first day it's not like oh, i'm dating to marry you but it's like Mm -hmm. i'm open to that information because i want to see where your head is at
0: um but yeah
4: i'm so glad you guys had such an open conversation that is yeah yeah what we all are striving
0: for i also like that she said because In reflecting on how it seems like you and Julian are very Mm -hmm. direct in your dates, and where Emily and I are maybe nervous to be like that, I'm glad that it seems like this girl also related to what we go through, which is we're afraid to maybe like say exactly how we feel because we don't want to turn the guy off. Because
4: yeah, I feel like too much or too this or thinking too far ahead or.
2: Yeah, like she told me straight up, she was like, if after today, like, you don't see a second date, like, just tell me that, like, there's no hard feelings, we can be friends, and I was like, okay, like, that's nice to hear because it's like, that's less pressure on my part, thinking like, oh my god, I owe this girl a second date kind of thing because I've shared all this stuff, and I feel like when you share all this stuff, like, yeah, I'm the type of person that puts everything on the table, but I think the bad side of that is feeling like I'm connected to them a little more because I've shared so much and I almost feel obligated to see them again right. um, not that I felt obligated that I would see her again but I would love to hang out with her again so yeah
0: that's awesome
2: that is my update but I wish oh, I didn't no. go to sleep so late and <laughs> yeah that's my only regret being up being, I cannot remember the last time I was out that late so, um, in the morning. Ray, I'm curious do you have any opinions on that
0: night. Yeah. Did he, did he accurately right. say what I, happened? I don't know how, I don't did know he how, leave anything out? Well, it
2: wasn't until the casino that me and Ray really separated. And then when I dropped them off it's at It was like home, a three-person date for a long time. Yeah. But she even told me she was like, she wanted to go to the casino even before she invited me. Um, even before she invited me to like her family's party. Um, and she was like, your friend can come too. And I was like, well, I think he would have no idea. I mean, no reason. No, uh, like, he wouldn't care just staying home. Mm-hmm. But we were already out. So I was like, I'm not going to go drop him off and then come come back. come back.' But, yeah, I'm curious if Ray has any insight on how that night went. Well, I won at the roulette
3: table. So I think that's, you the, first, did win on the, that's huh? the first thing.
4: And, we well, the other thing is... That's what matters
2: here. Right? <laughs> and he would have won a lot more if our conversation didn't last.
3: Yeah, if it was shorter, I would have yeah. done better. But, uh <laughs> But it, because he met someone, he yeah he was connecting with that. It was it took us a little bit longer. But uh, <laughs> I would,
2: did, and I will say he did tell me like when she wasn't in the car, he was like yeah like I'm gonna give you guys your space. Like I'm not gonna be it's not I'm not gonna be following you guys around. So it was nice that like mm. he wanted me to build that connection. You know.
3: Yeah, just had to step away. But uh, I I actually I think the one thing I'm curious about you didn't mention is I wonder what her background from like a. Professional standpoint has to do with the way that she connected okay, on that little question. Cool.
2: Yeah, so she's a uh, behavioral therapist.
1: Uh, wow. So she looks at a school
2: with like six year olds plus. Um, so I was like, oh wow. So from the moment I said a word to you, you are already analyzing everything I said. And she was like, hundred oh, percent. And she was like, I feel like that's a blessing and a curse for me because sometimes I read too much into things and like, right. like obviously I'm not always right. Um, but that's another reason why I feel like. Her love language, words of affirmation, has a lot to do with her career and what she's doing, but
3: yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that was pretty, it's a pretty interesting tidbit to have in there just because of, like, you know, obviously the conversation you guys were having. I'd also say that she's an interesting foil to you in a lot of ways because, and this is obviously very early, but. Well, um, before
2: you continue, just so you guys have (laughs) a background, like, me and Ray grew up together, like, we know each other since, like, fifth grade, so, like. He knows me very well when it comes to like dating and things like that. And like growing up, I was always a, always a relationship type, and he'd be more of the single one. Um, so he kind of knows what I am in a relationship. So I'm very interested to see here. Welcome what else to the podcast. Great to have <laughs> you. He yeah. knows you just a little bit better than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely yeah. Like so, I'm like, I'm I'm like everything he's saying now. I'm like I'm hearing it for the first time too. So I'm just as interested.
3: But uh, I think she's an interesting because I think that a lot of your hobbies tend to be pretty much in this, a similar vein. Like you like to exercise a lot. That's definitely a big thing for you. But she was is pushing to do things that are, I think, a little bit more outside of things you really consider as fun things to do. Like she was asking him to come to the rodeo today, for instance. Yeah, she right? horse races, yeah. Um, Took us to the casino, yeah. right? These are things that I don't think you'd ever do on your own mm. by yourself. And so I think that that's an interesting... Uh, from that perspective, it's interesting to see because she's very much open to doing a lot of different things. That I think your She's zone. a big yes. fisher
2: too, which I'm not a big fisher. I've never fished. And I'm glad you said that because one of our conversations yesterday too was kind of like talking about relationships and how when, when we spoke about this last week, but like when I'm in a relationship, I'd rather be with someone who's not like me because right. I have so much more to learn about them. Um, so we did mention, I did mention about, like, oh, it's cool that you do all these different things because, like, I'm willing to learn more about you and more about, like, what you like to do. Um, so it's, I'm glad you mentioned that because now it just made me remember that, uh, another conversation that me and her had.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. And I'd say the only other thing that I really thought was interesting was that even though you're both culturally Mexican, uh, you don't necessarily sing, share the same exact culture. Like, there were a couple of tidbits. For instance, when we were eating the men, menudo. menudo yesterday, which is this, it's like corn and beef. Yeah. And so yeah, it's like you popcorn. Have before? Yeah. 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 My first so time. It his first time having it. Uh, but we were talking about how you eat it, and you referenced that you eat it with tortillas, yeah. and she referenced that she did it with bread, and she thought it was really weird or different <laughs> that you eat it with tortillas, uh, you know, to uh, absorb all the juice. And so I thought that was really interesting from a cultural standpoint, because obviously, you know, you're, you you're born in Mexico, but you were raised in... Mexican household away from a lot of other Mexican people I'd say for the most part and so here you know Tucson is a lot more frequent where you interact more culturally with it's, it's Mexico actually. so I thought that was an interesting perspective that you guys are both Mexican you don't have the same culture necessarily right off the bat.
2: yeah and it's kind of funny because I like, remember how last week I mentioned that like not a red flag but like a big thing to me is like can you speak my language and can you communicate to mm-hmm. my parents? You know, so I feel yeah. like that's already a plus on that that standpoint. Um, and yeah, when I was in Jersey, all that culture was to me, all that Mexican culture was to me was what I had at home here in Tucson. Mm-hmm. It's like you can step outside of your house, and I feel like you still can find that Mexican culture. So it's nice for me to learn that aspect as well. But yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. If you guys have any yeah. other yeah. questions, feel free to ask. But
1: yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah,
0: I love that you're implementing all of these things so immediately that's great and it sounds like it's paying off too which is great you know that it was received well and you feel like you were expressing yourself and so was she so that is awesome
1: what a great date story
2: yeah a very impromptu date but next time it'll be planned i guess (laughs) but i like it because it's almost
0: like that um kind of how we i feel like on the pilot we talked about our ideal dating world and it was kind of cool that you had to step into that situation of like meeting her whole family where it almost made it like not just the two of you, but like you seeing more about her and like how you would handle that situation. And that's all good information. And
2: and one thing I will say is like having those deep conversations to me was a lot easier to actually talk to someone. Because me personally, when I go hang out with someone new or like go on a first date, my biggest worry is like, are we even going to have things to talk about, you know? And I feel like small talk, like eventually you run out of small talk and then it's just awkward and it's like, well, what do we talk about, you know? Totally. But I feel like when it comes to like those conversations about like love love languages and like things like that, like I could talk about that thing for like ever. So like the conversation with her just really flowed very nicely. I didn't feel at any point where I was like, what am I going to talk about next? Because right. that's a bad habit of mine. People will be talking and I won't be listening because I'm thinking, what am I going to say next kind of thing?
0: Book. Totally. And by the way, we have two golden doodles in the background that I'm sure if you've listened to our previous episodes, you know by now. So if you hear a squeak, it's because they found a squeak toy. Or Louis squeak.
4: Oh, I threw another squeak toy. <laughs> I, found, I like, didn't realize it was a squeak toy. But I don't think they're going to
0: have much fun of it. I love um, it. Um, I also I feel like it's like the study from last week, the low when the low bridge versus the high bridge, basically the summary is that when it was an exciting situation, mm-hmm. you were more attracted to the person. So it's like That's there was there was a lot going on, a lot of unknowns, and it makes it like more interesting and I that helps set def- the tone for the vulnerability probably too. There was definitely like
2: a good yeah. nervousness and a good thrill for that <laughs> first date. I love it. Yeah.
1: I love it. Well,
0: Anybody? thank you for sharing. Yeah. Does anyone have any hot seat questions for Louis? Have we asked him all of our questions? Just taking
3: it all in, honestly. I don't
2: know if I have any questions yet. Would you do it again? I will say, if I was alone, I don't think I would have done it. Wow. Like if Bray wasn't with me, I don't think I would have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, part of it is you're meeting a random person off online dating, and like we were, right. I, like we were in a place like I, I literally we kept driving, there and I told her, I was like, I've never been here before. I have no idea where we are. But like, if the car breaks down, we're <laughs> fucked because I have no idea where we are. Um, so I would. <laughs> It was in the middle mean, of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I wouldn't do it alone.
0: Um, um, yeah. I feel like this is a new thing we should implement, which is go on dates with your best friend with you, because yeah. then they will help encourage yes. you to be like brave and not limit yourself and, and be leave your best right self. Right <laughs> and, when right and, <laughs> right and be there to encourage we did you. Anyway, like
2: if this goes south, like. How do we get this situation? <laughs> so there was definitely a plan in case things did not go well. I will say that.
4: I love it. You gotta have the backup. <laughs>
0: That's
4: good. Yeah.
0: Any other questions for Louise that anybody has? Nothing else. know. Mm-hmm. Who's next? How what's about you, M? Did you hey, have you anything from, from this week? Well. Well,
1: <laughs> what's your weekly Mine's
0: update? Mine's not not as exciting. Mine left me quite anxious what happened hey but all things are julian knows because i called him (laughs) (laughs) right after it happened um so my week was this guy i've been dating um seeing him like once every like week to two weeks um met online like a year and a half ago and it's been on and off kind of ended like a handful of times like which I guess I should define a handful as like three maybe separate times of like breaking it off. Um and but it's been like very on recently and um I he does not want a relationship, but I am looking for that. And I think the hard part for me is I I really love connection and I feel like just growing up in the Midwest, I feel like I've been living with this pressure of feeling like and Emily Marie and I have talked about this of you gotta have this awesome career and settle down and like have all these things and I think with coming out here to live in Tucson and I moved here eight years ago it's really given me the time and space to think and like just take time to enjoy people and like not necessarily feel like I have to be making decisions on like what I call the relationship escalator, which is a term that's out there, which is like, oh, this has to go a certain way. And I just, just like all the conversations we have on the podcast here, I love just talking about stuff and like, what can I learn from each person that I meet? And it's hard for me to cut something off if I really enjoy the person, even if they're not looking for the same thing. So I know that you know, anytime I like talk to my girlfriends about this, they're like, well, he's not looking for the same thing. So you should just end it. And I just feel like I just, I live in the gray a lot and I enjoy that. And I have trouble cutting things off when I'm enjoying my time with someone and just learning so much about myself from my time with him. Um, cause he, um, is divorced and has two kids. And I feel like he's lived this life that I think that I want. And, I love our conversations and like just expressing a different side of me. So that's an update or like a background on this person. But, um, so, but I've been too afraid to even just like listening back on our conversations on the podcast before I realized how afraid I am to like say how I feel towards him. Like I've definitely said, I enjoy our time and everything and want to spend more time with him, but I haven't like, gone past that and um, I think overall it's just because I'm afraid of wanting more with him but he's not looking for that and then I'm afraid he's going to cut it off and then I'm losing access to this amazing connection and like learning something about myself that I love so um, that's a little background on him and like my feelings towards it and so it's been very like casual as in I know he doesn't want a relationship and I'm like I hear you in that (laughs) doodles are battling um and then uh so yeah it's been very casual but we have not really like directly talked about like are you seeing other people like we haven't really had that conversation recently and so anyways long story short that's the background emotionally um I was walking my doodle Izzy who's battling in the background right now I was walking her on the river path after work on Wednesday and I was actually it's funny because I was listening to a podcast on the term limerence. I don't know if any of you have heard of that, but it's basically like when you're you have this like kind of romantic obsession with somebody and it's a negative emotion where it like kind of consumes your thoughts and all that. So my therapist was giving me homework to listen to this podcast about limerence. So I'm like listening <laughs> to it as I'm walking my dog and this guy who I'm talking about jogs by and he was with another girl, and my heart just dropped, and I was freaking out. <laughs> and he didn't—he was like running pretty fast with this girl, and he didn't stop. And then, and I had texted him earlier that day saying, "Hey, like thinking about you. How did it go? Resubmitting this paper that he was working on to um, for school, and he hadn't responded to that, and." Uh, So he was like, he kept running and was like, oh, hey, I meant to text you back, but I was in the middle of school or busy or whatever. And he like didn't even stop and he kept going and I was freaking out and upset. And of course I kept walking because I was like needing to burn off nervous energy and I was like calling friends and freaking out. And um, so then of course I doubled back and he... Was running back the other way again with this girl. And I was like, let me just give him a second opportunity to maybe yeah. slow down, you know. Um, and so he was still jogging and he like did not slow down again and was like, oh, we were just talking about a running race or something. And, <laughs> um, and so he did not slow down again. And so I was like super upset again. And then Um, He did text me, though, 20 minutes later and was like, hey, I'm sorry I didn't introduce you. We were trying to hit a time. And I was like, okay. I mean, I'm athletic, too, and I can appreciate (laughs) hitting a good mile time. But also, like, you know, we are very intimate. Like, we have this connection. This relationship's been going on for a while. Like, how can you not just, like, slow down and and, – it's obvious, like, like what I would be thinking, yeah. right? You know,
4: there's a lot you could do while running that's like, hey, like, <laughs> send time. Least, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So
0: then, and then, of course, just, just like our, just like I, I think what I'm realizing in our discussions is I want to not be afraid to ask for what I need and say how I feel, but I am, and like. Of course, I play it cool because I don't want to, well, first of all, I don't want to have a conversation over text being like, who was that? Um, Like, I want to come see you in person and talk about it. You know, I do not want to text about all these things. So I just played it cool and was like, no worries. (laughs) Should I share this? (laughs) Okay. All right. This is me being really honest about what I said next. I'll just say it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. oh no! I'm like very. Excited. <laughs> I'm vetoing this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You. Basically, I was you. like, I said something to the effect of like, I'll still like, let me come by, like something flirty that was like. Oh no. <laughs> well, I was like, no worries, and like, I'd love to like come see you, basically. Yeah. You know. All right. I won't say exactly. What right, I see. I right. see where it's, <laughs> where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite think this through. It's...
1: <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm gonna be as like the <laughs> like, tag.
0: Now me. I know what Julian really thought of what my response was. Okay. <laughs> so and then he was like he was like, I'm being lazy, which basically is like turning down my offer to come over there. And I was like, of course, freaking out even more. But then he did say um the name of the person. So I'll just say it was Susan, cause just for whatever reason. Um, it a, wasn't. but, a but yeah. And he said, Susan has a boyfriend, by the way. So I was like very relieved oh, that he actually. said that to clarify. Did he feel like he needed um, to clarify um, that? Well,
2: <laughs> yeah. Then my, my other thought is, is he telling you just what you want to hear? Yeah. Kind of the, what, that seems my mindset, assist. and like not to sound mm-hmm. harsh, but like my mindset is like, a lot of things... Unfortunately, a lot of times when we are in that mentality, we hang on to the good rather than yeah. really trying to acknowledge the bad. Um, so we kind of try and stand by what's good about what's going on. And we're kind of oblivious or kind of tend to simmer down what yeah. the bad is. And it's different from the outside looking in. Like we're obviously not in a relationship with this man but or like in an emotional connection with this man. Um, so it's easy for us to say, but it's for another thing for you to really take in and understand and like, Another thing that I will say, that I say to a lot of people is like, what you allow will continue. So like, Mm, if you allow this to keep going on, it seems like, obviously I don't know in the past, like what has been the reasons why you guys have broke things off. But like, Mm. it seems like there's been other reasons why Mm -hmm. you guys just stopped talking to each other. So I'm just like, if things continue to happen, it's really just taking that, uh, like being accountable and saying like, like, again, not in a harsh way, but like, this is my fault. Like, mm-hmm. I, this is continuing because I'm allowing for it to continue. Right. And it's like, I think there's a lot to be said for someone that says, like, like this, is, this is what, there's a lot to be said to, uh, for someone who says, like, this is what I want. Sorry about
1: that, Golden Dude. This is nice. what
2: I want. And if I'm not going to get it, then I'll be out of here. And it's like, it's hard, obviously, to come to terms with that, but I would much rather come to terms with saying, I tried to say what I wanted and I didn't get it mm-hmm. versus I didn't say what I wanted and I'm still getting hurt.
0: Well, room. yeah. And that's the crossroads I'm at right now. Cause I think like based on how strongly I reacted to that, I'm realizing that I'm not, that I have some action items in the relationship, which is to like express myself more, maybe specifically and deliberately and, you know, and let him know that I had a reaction to that and like and not necessarily having an answer on because I don't know that I like have a request necessarily that I'm asking for I don't know that I'm like asking that he doesn't date other people or whatever but it's more like I at least know that I need to be specific about my feelings in that incident of being like I did have a reaction to that because I over text I just played it off because it's over text but if I had gone over there that night like I definitely feel like I would have honored myself and my feelings and said that I had a reaction to that and like that that means I have feelings for you and just making it a discussion so then at least I know that I'm expressing myself um, and not just pretending everything's fine
2: because I definitely do Like, get where you're coming from, where you're you're like, I know this is not good for me, but I like the person I am with him. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times when it comes to, like, relationships, like, we kind of fall in love with the person we are with Mm -hmm. certain people. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to try and acknowledge the bad things going on because you're so in love with the person you are when you're with that person.
0: For sure. I love, like, the darkness and the opportunity to express a different side of myself and like i'm learning so much about myself in that relationship so it's it's hard for me to feel like you know and so and so much of that is like how much do i just need to unlearn this idea of being goal oriented in relationships that's still something that i struggle with is like how much do you just um cut something off because you're not looking for the same thing versus like Oh, but we have this great connection and I'm learning something, but can I manage my expectations in that, you know, so yeah, still working through all that. But, I also feel like
2: that's where boundaries come in, you know, and having boundaries. Right. In terms of like, yeah, you can still hang out with this person, be who you want to be with this person, but it's the boundary of like, okay, we're just friends versus like, this is something more. Right. Which is hard to, ha- hard to have, obviously, because when we have an emotional connection, sometimes that physical attraction grows even stronger, kind
0: of thing. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I was uh, having a hard time sleeping this week after that. It was rough. I do, rough. Yeah. I do appreciate lie. you sharing that. And- yeah. yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Thank you for sharing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Final thoughts before we move on to the next person? Or who wants to go next, you know? Gosh, I feel like
1: everybody's had big moments this week, but I don't actually have too much to share. Um, I like, I think the biggest thing for me this week, I feel like Emily also been kind of consistently or relatively consistently of seeing somebody and i think the biggest like question for me this week is like when things are going like decently well like speaking of anxiety inducing mm-hmm. moments i get really anxious especially when i'm not like with that person and i start overthinking things and jumping to conclusions when there's no reason for me to do that like i'll read into every like period in a text or you know or every like like every minute that it, like like but it's just like, you know, if I don't see somebody for three or four days, I'm like, what, like what have they been doing these this last three or four days? And it's just like anxiety inducing moments when things are going well. It doesn't happen when like things are just not going well, but when things are decently going well, that I seem think, seems to creep up a little bit more. And I'm just like, how do I counter that? And that's what I've been kind of struggling with this week because you know things like kind going kind of decently with somebody. and so I'm like, how do I? How do I deal with that anxiety-inducing moments that it's causing, you know?
2: Do you feel like those anxiety-inducing moments, do you feel like you keep them to yourself? Or do you think you kind of, uh, like, project that onto other people?
1: Um, for the most part, I keep it to myself. Like, sometimes I'll reach out to a friend like Emily did to me this week. Like, I'll call somebody and be like, wow, I'm like, really? Like, mm-hmm. You know, but in this case, like, she's done nothing, yeah. like, to to warrant any of the anxiety, so it's not like I'm gonna be open and with her about it. I feel like it's anxiety-inducing in a different way than mm-hmm. Emily's story was. Um, so it's just something that I have to address and to deal with, and I feel like if we're talking about dating, we might as well talk about mental health and how like so intertwined they are and how one affects the other and vice versa, but I feel like anxiety is something that a lot of us deal with these days. Um, maybe we've always dealt with it as a society, but just now addressing it more common these days, but it really intertwines into my relationships and how I approach things and every successful and unsuccessful relationship, I feel like, is related to my mental health in some way or another, and so I was just thinking about that a little bit more this week because I was like... <laughs> Sorry, same, that's
0: our DoorDash food, but we'll keep talking.
1: That was like the same anxiety that like I felt earlier is all of a sudden coming back again, so yeah. something to think about. But
0: So what's the source of your anxiety, do you feel like, um, as in... Is it because things are going well that you're nervous about something all of a sudden not going yeah. well, kind of thing?
1: Exactly, and okay. I think I think that's exactly what it is. And it, I think it's more like rather than actually looking for an answer right now, I just need to find a way to cope with my emotions a little bit better and cope with that. Right. Like, and it's just like about countering like the anxiety that I always had. Like, I am like I'm an anxious person in general. Mm-hmm. Right. It isn't just related to this, but this is one way that it really Mm -hmm. showcases itself um and i don't know if anybody else has like thoughts about how mental health affects dating but (laughs) yes it's very that could be a whole
4: podcast in and of itself julia (laughs) but Uh, maybe that's a future uh future topic topic honestly yeah yeah that's
1: that's kind of my weekly tidbit of the week but yeah i went on a couple good dates um Mm -hmm. and then Kind of had some family in town this week, so it took a couple of days off from dating, but. <laughs> we all need the rest days, recovery you know? It sound like it's like
4: a. <laughs> I did legs I had one day it. and then I did arms. It's like a sport.
1: Yeah, I pitched in two games straight, so, you know. <laughs> you know. Oh,
4: God, oh, my that has a different kind of <laughs> It gives it a whole new meaning. <laughs> how you... That's how it feels, yeah, though, so right? So, so You strike out, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I guess what I think about is, like, not over-romanticizing relationships because I think, like, yeah, um, there's this idea that things have to go super well all the time, especially in the beginning, and, like, just, I think there's a lot we can unlearn in terms of, like, patterns and things that we learn from society that, like, are not helpful because, like, could that be a source of the anxiety? Is like, yeah.
1: yeah. And it's, it's, interesting because I feel like a lot of the reasons that things have been going so well is I've implemented a lot of the stuff that we've talked about on this yeah. podcast. And I feel like i um, trying to make it a, a little bit more consistent part of who I am in terms of the openness and conversation, the love languages, as we've been talking about, the um, prioritizing individuality as a mm-hmm. separate, being separate, and then the relationship as a whole. But I think there's a difference between saying things and actually doing things oh, as an sure. action, right? So like you say, yeah. like, you know, I want you to be an individual. I want us to be individuals. And then all of a sudden, you know, like your anxiety creeps in and you're like, why aren't we hanging out all the time or something like that? So there's, I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. Well, that's yeah. what I
0: like about this weekly update is I'm like, oh my gosh, we're all implementing the things that we... Talked sure. about, you know. But I wish
1: I could just act on it more. Like I feel like I, I feel these things, but I just wish my my anxiety and body could cooperate a little bit, you yeah. know.
0: Because
2: I was gonna say, that I feel like that's also a way to keep us
1: accountable. Like,
0: are we really oh. staying
1: true to what we're saying, kind of thing?
0: I would personally like all of you to hold me accountable. Yeah. yeah. Yes, holding
1: each other accountable of. Exactly.
2: One thing I will ask Julian is like, does she know about like this anxiety that you have when like? Things are going very well, you know.
1: I mean, mean? to an extent, we've talked about stuff, but not this directly. Like, sometimes I'm, like, jokingly, like, hey, so are we ending things now? Like, jokingly, you know how (laughs) you are. Um, Or maybe I'm just like that. That's One, that's,
2: like, a very hard thing for you to say to someone. That's a very hard thing for someone to understand. Because I feel like the most... the the most previous relationship that I had that was like not official, but like the girl was telling me kind of similar to like what you were saying. She's like, when things are going very well, like I have this increased anxiety of like things shouldn't be going very well because I'm not used to it.
1: And, and I think that's exactly what it is. And yeah. I've never yeah. had
2: that. So like to <laughs> her to say that to me, yeah. I'm like, one, I don't know what to say back yeah. if anything at all. Two, I'm like, if, cause I'm the person if like, things are going bad, I'm going to tell you things are going bad, you know, so I'm just like, yeah. and I would say that to her, she's like, yeah, I know, but, like, at the same time, like, this is just a me thing, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard, that's why I was wondering if you had expressed that to her at all, and, like, what her, what her, like, uh, her response was to that, because for me, I really did not know how to respond, I was just like, okay, I'll be mindful of it, and, like, try to realize that when you ask me, are things are going okay, it's because of your anxiety, not just because you being annoying and asking me you know because I I don't want to call somebody annoying for
1: that reason I mean I think because we've talked about love languages and she knows one of my love languages is words of affirmation um she's like really on top of it with that type of stuff and I think that really helps with countering it so not that we've talked about the anxiety directly but she knows that like Mm -hmm. I feel love and I feel affection through words of affirmation and so Maybe we could talk about it directly, but I feel like she always knows what to do or what to say to kind of...
2: Yeah, I'm glad you're yeah. implementing what, like, what yeah, you want. Yeah, and props to her for implementing receptive. that, Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Being rece- she's being receptive to that information. Because yeah. I think that says a lot as, uh, to the other person as well.
0: I almost wonder if the shadow side of the words of affirmation is that you're wanting to like define how things are and always talk about it where it's like maybe right now you can just kind of enjoy it and like spend the time and mm-hmm. just like let things ride for a little bit and not always feel like you have to like have those words of it. That's what
1: I need you to say because <laughs> that's what I feel like I've been trying to do more and more but yeah. I kind of resort back to you know these love languages and i think that's also maybe what increases my anxiety right because then i expect something right, yeah, right. um mm-hmm. and then it's just but at the end of the day i think the anxiety is like what you just said it's related to like not being in mm-hmm. you know the situation in a while and you know anxiety related to something going well yeah. but
2: yeah, and I think even if it doesn't go away 100%, there's ways to manage it. And like yeah. you said, her implementing your love language is one way. Yeah,
1: and I, I think it will. Like, usually it has, like it comes and goes and kind of waves a little bit and doesn't stick around for too long. I think it's just interesting that it popped up this week. Um, and I could directly associate it with what it popped up because I'm like super relationship aware now because of this podcast, you know? I'm like trying to overanalyze everything. And I'm like, this is what it directly it, you know.
0: And we're only three episodes in. I love yeah. it. Speaking of the number three, no, I'm kidding. I know. I know. I'm just listening Wait. to all your guys' stories and I just feel like you guys are implementing things
4: so well and I'm out here just like trying to survive on these dates. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I, so I went on a, d- a first date last weekend and I felt like it was good, like a good conversation. I was trying to be really open. I was like, let's be different than Emily normally is. And like, let's talk about the hard stuff. And I brought up love languages and literally he said he didn't believe in that stuff. <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to. But then I feel like the conversation died and I just didn't really want to be open. These are the kinds of things that happened to me. Maybe that's just... I don't know. Then he asked me to drinks on Friday. So I went and it was, again, good conversation. Pretty standard drink date. Um, but I felt like I needed to see him in like a different setting and like a fun atmosphere. Because I like got kind of like what we talked about last time with the high low bridge situation Mm -hmm. like i have so much fun with guys when i'm doing something like more competitive or more engaging because like my fun like flirty personality is just that's where it comes out Mm -hmm. um it's really hard for me to do that over like dinner and drinks unless like i've known you Mm -hmm. for like a few dates or a few times um and so we did mini golf today Mm -hmm. um And so I kind of just expected, and I think I had this, like, built up in my head of, like, what it was going to look like. And we were going to have this flirty banter of, like, competitive nature, I don't know, like, (laughs) shot for shot on each hole, you know? (sighs) (laughs) Because, like, I just know myself, and I'm like, that's how I am. Like, I I don't know. And it just didn't, it wasn't that. It didn't turn into that. Um, It was very... I don't wanna use the word boring, but I would say it was probably the most boring I've ever heard. Subpar. <laughs> subpar. I was trying, I was trying to <laughs> think of a good <laughs> God. God. It was subpar, yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. And I then I just think like, I don't know, like what's wrong with me? I feel like then I analyze like what am I doing wrong in that situation? Like am I just not I don't know, and I feel like <laughs> I was telling Julian and Emily. Like I feel like my stories are just so silly compared to everybody else's. But <laughs> sorry, he was wearing flip flops oh. for the first and for all three dates, and I am just I couldn't get over it, and I'm I'm sorry, I just still can't get over it. I'm not over it. I'm not attracted to anybody wearing flip no flops, <laughs> and I hate that about. Like what? I don't know.
2: I think we all have deal breakers. And it's like, but no why? Why? Really <laughs> <laughs> like, I,
4: I planted hey, the seed. But mine, I just somewhere. feel like I just want to get to that point where it's not something silly like flip flops. Like why is that what's holding me back from building a connection? Mm-hmm. Like that, I'm really mad at myself for that. Like why is that what's like why is that the problem?
3: <laughs> is it flip flops or is it like lack of effort?
0: The lack of effort is a big problem. Well, so I don't, yeah. Yeah, I feel like flip flops is our imagery for lack of trying. I
4: just like, I guess I have this image in my head of like, I want to show up on a date. I looked cute. I curled my hair. I wore a dress. You better compliment that and say I looked cute. And you better also have tried. And like, I just am not experiencing that in this online dating world yet. And I mean, I have, but not currently.
2: i will say even though you feel like you haven't implemented things off the podcast like you were talking i was like well you did try to have a hard hard conversation that's one way you implemented you went on exactly on a a different type of date where it wasn't just drinks or like dinner so you did implement that as well so i was like even if like you feel like you're not being answered the way you want to be answered i feel like there's a lot to say for you trying and putting that effort in you know
0: and and I know that was your third date, and we talked <laughs> we did. about yeah. a three-date rule, so then does that mean
4: <laughs> I don't know that, what that means
0: you might just wait and see? I
4: think it's a wait-and-see date... game. Yeah.
0: I'm not, like, opposed to going out with him again. Um, Are you going to wait for him to reach out, though?
2: You should...
4: I don't know. You should show up in flip flops. Yeah, <laughs> or you <laughs> like,
1: should do something really formal and see if you'll still wear still wear flip flops. <laughs>
0: that's a great idea because it is like it was outside. It's Arizona. It's the winter where in the day. I where I'm it's trying to give myself sunny. those like moments, right? Like, like maybe um, in movie where it's like super air conditioned and it's like, and you could just be like, I hear they keep the air conditioning <laughs> on really high, and you should bring a layer. In parentheses, no, open and, those shoes where we're going.
4: <laughs> and maybe that was my—I kind of like because yeah. I suggested the mini golf. Like I feel like I was kind off. of trying to get to like we're doing an athletic. I know mini golf is not like an athletic. Tell me go for situation. a hike. I have, <laughs> no. but I know he won't wear flip flops on a hike. We right? have talked yeah, yeah. about hiking. Or, or take take him to the hospital. <laughs> no, <open laughs> those shoes in the hospital. Oh no, we If you know, that would be a deal (laughs) I don't know and there's nothing like wrong about him like he's a nice guy We've had other like good conversations and um, things like that. He is a little bit older so like today we kind of talked about like kids and stuff and Mm -hmm. I don't know I got the sense that he doesn't really want to have children. We didn't explicitly say that but then that was Mm -hmm. I think another Thing that was hard for me because I do really want to be a mom and like do really want to have a family someday? Well, then I
0: think so that you bring up a good point where maybe you ask some of those harder questions of like even talking about if you're already talking about the kid thing, like maybe what your values are and just some of those harder conversations. Because then if there's a lot of alignment in those big things, is the flip flop thing something you could maybe overlook? And then all of a sudden your attraction is like starting to be partial, as Julian Mm -hmm. put it, to be like.
2: And what I will say is don't wait forever for those for him to have those hard conversations, like right, if you want right. to have those hard conversations and, you're, and he's not giving them to you, then I feel like that in, in itself is a sign. Like you can't just wait, keep giving someone more dates until they want to open up, kind of thing. Like because then otherwise, like, yeah. are you really happy?
4: No, yeah, and I think that's sometimes where my anxiety comes from too. Like if that's maybe what this podcast is going today, but I don't know. You, when you open up to a guy, and then that's kind of like yeah, that's where they. That's where they bow out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I do, I am very, I guard my heart with a, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just because that has where things have broken down in the past. So I don't know.
0: I don't yeah, that's what's interesting. I always feel very
4: comfortable going there very quickly. If, especially if they don't feel comfortable going there very quickly. Yeah.
0: Um, and I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah, well it's funny, yeah, because I feel like this keeps coming up and even nurse Amy from Encompass who listens shout oh, out to Amy God. we love you <laughs> she like would stop me in the hall the other day and was like yeah in hearing the Emily's talk it's like mm-hmm. why is it that we are so afraid to like have those harder yeah. conversations and then both Luis and Julian are over here saying they like go for it i'm like i know i'm like
4: wait. i feel like we're in like
0: a, I don't know alternate dimension sometimes right. when we do this
4: podcast cuz we're having very different I don't know, experiences of what I thought we would have getting the
0: male experience here. <laughs> but I don't know. Right.
4: It's eye-opening nonetheless.
0: But I, I agree. I feel like maybe a good action item for you this week is if you do on a fourth date, like start to have some of those harder conversations to then see if that helps sway you one way or the other with flip-flops being a deal-breaker or not. Um, I guess would be my insight on that. Yeah. With um, my...
2: Like, my thoughts are like, when when is the decision gonna come where it's like, we're gonna keep going? Or, like, yeah, this isn't going anywhere
4: It's a hard thing, yeah. I will say, like, you know, I noticed on the first day like, old Emily would have said, peace. I'm gonna be real honest. Old yeah. Emily would have, like, not even thought twice. Mm-hmm. But new Emily says, hey, Three let's days. go for it. Three day rule. And so <laughs> I will be honest, like, I really did. I gave it the good old college try yeah. um totally and like
2: maybe I'll so, hey.
4: the, the label too.
1: Then.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea cuz I do feel like each time I've seen something a little bit different from him. Something different too. Um yeah. that's true. Yeah. And like something different from myself too, right? Like I feel like
2: I don't know. you're a different person each date in a sense.
4: Cuz you feel a little bit more comfortable with someone, mm-hmm. right? Like you get the awkward like first kiss out of the way. Yeah. You get the awkward hugs <laughs> out of the way. Like you can start to kind of like just coexist mm-hmm. yeah. in like a really comfortable manner, which is
0: nice. And maybe he's just too afraid to be vulnerable, and maybe he has a very personal story around why he wears flip flops <laughs> that he's been meaning to share with you. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but. I did tell him about the
4: podcast <laughs> today, so now I'm very What do you have
2: to say? I'm curious about that.
4: Yeah, didn't actually say really say anything about yeah. it. I don't know, and oh, it's okay. Emily's up in her head about it. It's yeah. all right. But it's okay. It's good. Dating is so much fun.
0: <laughs> I feel like these are all really good updates. Um, does anyone have any other questions for Emily Marie on her story, or... No, I'm excited to see if and when the fourth date comes. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone else have any other action items or things you want to be more intentional with this upcoming week based on our discussions this evening? I just want everybody to keep us all updated. Now I'm so interested <laughs> yeah. in everybody's vibes. That is a good point. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, my action item was as soon as that all happened on Wednesday, I... Scheduled another date for tomorrow. So, mm. and my goal is going to be to be very intentional the whole time and implement all the things we've talked about here. Mm. Is this something new, so, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Trying to. Good for you. Take myself yeah. out of the hole I got into on Wednesday night. So. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um. Well, thanks everyone for sharing all of our personal stories this mm. evening. Um, anyone else have any final thoughts before we wrap up and go
4: have some dinner eat our saffron
0: <laughs> that we ordered yeah. um well thank you everyone so much for joining please feel free to follow us on instagram at the lemon Lot, and you can leave a comment on any future topic ideas that you have because we're absolutely open to that And I think next week we will plan on talking about attachment styles, one of my personal favorite topics. So please join us for that. And thanks again for listening. And we'll see you next time. I'm your host, Emily. My name is Luis. My
1: name is Julian.
0: And I'm Emily Marie. Have a great night and we'll see you on the next one.